I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New on Curiosity Stream, he allows them their riches. Putin has to be the richest of the rich. In exchange for their loyalty. The oligarchs have supported someone for president that they underestimate. The illicit affair between Russia's elite and the man who rules them on Putin and the oligarchs. And World War II Normandy, an obscure battle training session takes a tragic turn. Uncover the one secret military catastrophe on the secret D-Day disaster. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, we can cross off Shime's favorite phrase of the 2022 NBA playoffs, and that is the Celtics do not lose two games in a row. Sorry, Time of buddy. death, uh, June 13th, <laughs> 11.40 p.m. You probably said it 100 times the last month. And, sure did. Uh, now it's done, thanks to an atrocious fourth quarter there in San Francisco. How are you doing this morning, buddy? You know, Mutt, I'm doing all right. I think overall we had a good sense of how that game was going to go outside of the fact that we thought the Celtics were going to win. And after the third quarter, it felt like the Celtics, it was very realistic that the Celtics win that game, and then the fourth quarter happened. And I literally said to myself, what the hell did I just watch? It was embarrassing how the fourth quarter went. This team can't even shoot free throws. You, They, missed, they were 21 of 31 from the line. All they need to do is hit nine of those. It is a one-possession game, or even eight of them. It's a one-possession game, and and you actually have a chance to win that game in the final minutes. Instead, yeah. you 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 can't hit free throws. Jason Tatum's tossing up air balls, and it's just it, it's just total mental collapse in the final final quarter. Back-to-back turnovers by Jalen Brown. Uh, at one point, the flopping, the bitching to officiating, the turnovers, mm-hmm. the turnovers, the turnovers, the getting nothing from role players. I mean, there's a laundry list of reasons why. The Celtics lost that game, and uh, again, I'm unwilling to, again, more of a sports radio topic than, than here. Although I guess they're potentially – well, the MVP thing is over. I mean, it's either Steph, it's either Steph or it's going to be Jaden, Jason Tatum. Yep. It's one of those two. I think Jay, as I texted you last night, we can rip up any remaining Jalen Brown MVP tickets because whatever his final line was, he was uh, just atrocious. Two 18 for eight. points, nine rebounds, four assists. Two, two for eight in the first half, a million turnovers. Uh, Zero really, from five from the three-point land. Yeah, did very little to help out Jason Tatum. So it's going to be one of those two uh, at this point. And but the the role the role players, I mean the 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 role players are doing nothing. The Derek White Al Horford group, then Grant Williams, who you got something from during this run, and we saw oh boy, they're deeper than Golden State. 
Golden State's now deeper. Wiggins is outplaying all these guys. He's a stud. Wiggins stud. was the best guy on the floor last night. That, by the way, the over 24 and a half last night, that was the easiest cash of our lives. 26 and 13 he went last night. It, this Wiggins has played awesome. Not only is he playing awesome offensively, he is playing tremendous defense as well. And so you can see the difference of when he's on the floor for Golden State. He is such a major factor in this series that I didn't quite expect him to be. Yeah, he's been awesome for them. They talked a lot about him in the second half last night, about his expectation as a player and turning it around. And he's offensively, defensively, energy rebounds. One of the few things, I mean, he said we had a good sense of how it would go. I mean, I I certainly didn't. Robert Williams played way more than I thought he was going to play. Um, all those props went well, well over, as far as I can tell. What was, what was the rebounds number? Uh, his rebounds number was eight. He just yeah. cleared it. it so brutal. he cleared the points. He cleared the rebounds. Uh, Celtics money line dead. Steph 30 and a half points over dead. The Wiggins stuff was really I told you that Steph line was a thing. trap, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I, he he got all the shots he was getting in the first four games. He just didn't hit him. Yeah, like, he was I, 7 I, of 22 and 0 of 9 from 3. The Celtics did nothing different. To fa- it was the same defense. Yeah. Like, I, I guess Tatum did an okay job for a stretch there to get some pressure on him, um, and he was okay, but he still got the open looks. Like, you're probably right, it was a trap line, and I saw our buddy Nick Costos was against me too. Uh, he was on under 30 and a half points and ended up paying off, but he was he had the open looks, so I, the thesis was right, execution was wrong, but it's a loser anyway. It doesn't matter. The Wiggins stuff was the only thing that worked, and it's worked now for what? For these five games in the playoffs. That's points, correct. rebounds, assists. I mean, he's just – he's playing a lot. He's everywhere, and he's athletic, and he's – He's running past Celtics at, at very key times in these games. Yeah, I, I mean, and my Jason Tatum over three and a half threes hit as well. Nice. Um, so that was that was a nice little add on. But like, it's it was crazy to me. Golden State dominates the first half, and then the Celtics. I don't understand where this third quarter came from. They were awesome in the third quarter. <laughs> if they play like that for four quarters, they're the best team in the world, and nobody can compete with them. And instead, they play for it. They play like it for 12 minutes, and that's it. The you know rest what of the, the game, they quarter. stunk. Smart hit a three. Horford did a three. Tatum was awesome. Well, yeah, they hit like seven like, straight threes after yeah. starting 0 for 12 Tatum from three. Hit an unbelievable, you know, step back three off the dribble, uh, which uh, in Clay, I think it was Clay Thompson's face at one point. Like they were, they shot the ball really well, and they took care of the ball, you know, in that. And then for whatever reason, it's it's crazy. Like the one shot would change the whole quarter, but when Poole banked it in at the buzzer. At the end of the third, it was like the air came out of the tires yeah. for the Celtics, which was too bad because they had played a really good third quarter. They had changed the narrative. The All those third quarter bets we talked about you know, did not go the way of the Warriors. Celtics, they played really well there. Um, and the fourth quarter was just awful. And I, I you, you mentioned Tatum's air balls. I was watching again here. I, I just thought he was gassed. You know, he, he sat. they sat him. Oh, boo-hoo. They sat him early. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll I be watched the Jimmy, defender, I guess. I watched but. Jimmy Butler play 48 minutes and not flinch against the Boston Celtics. He put up 38 points in 48 minutes. Like, if you want to be a superstar. He's also, how, how old is Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum? I don't but care. I, I if you're going to be yeah. all NBA, if you want to be a superstar, you need to play. You need to show up when it matters most. You don't most, think Tatum showed up quarter. last night? Not in the fourth quarter. He was, <laughs> he was nigh on invisible in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He was good in the th- he was he was tremendous in the third quarter and yeah, I said to myself I, this is it this is the ascension of Jason Tatum and then he disappeared the in the fourth. Ascension happened in Milwaukee. Oh, stop he it. scored 40 in Milwaukee against oh, Giannis. Stop it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. That he has not been great. He may be the best player on the Celtics for the series so far. Still has not been great. He has not been the best per- player on the floor in any game this series. Wiggins was better than him last night and Steph Curry has been better than him in every other game prior. Wiggins was terrific. Um, Steph was really good, and they got they got role players to help them out. And they they played 
they played like a much more composed team there in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, um, this, the, it looked like uh, it was you know, the, whether it's the it was, it was it was all of the above the entire four. We can go through the entire you know play by play script of the fourth quarter. They they just they they ran it down their leg. They just they pooped their pants right there on the on the basketball court. Everything was there for them. Pool hit the three, air out of the balloon, and they just had really. There was no response there in the fourth. Uh, from the turnovers, the missed shots, the missed free throws, the missed threes, it was just uh, the moment was too big for them last night. And I, I go back to Friday night, and I wonder if we'll look back, Shime, at that fourth quarter and that final 732 where they only scored with six points uh, and up losing that game, being yep. up six with seven and a half to go. It feels like when, if and when they do lose this series, which I don't think is a, a lock at this point, and I didn't think last night was a must win for them, but we'll look at that fourth quarter of game four and say that's where they lost the NBA Finals. Yeah, I that compl- feels pretty likely. I completely agree because that was the difference between being up 3-1 and pushing Golden State up against the edge and being like, we are better and more physical and just all around have a stronger roster than you. And instead, you lose that game, it's 2-2, two to two, and you go back to Golden State and they they kick your ass in three of the four quarters. All right, so they lose this game. It's a must-win officially on Thursday. Celtics are a four-point favorite. I'll see it in three and a half in a couple of places uh, 210 is the over-under. Money line is minus 170 on the Celtics. Uh, it's plus 150 on Golden State. Uh, I'm convinced that Thursday morning at 9 a.m. we will hear that Scott Foster officiating this game. Yep. The NBA wants a Game 7. I think that will benefit the Celtics. I looked already. The, the only thing I was sort of looking at, well, there's two ideas I have uh, 48 hours out that I want to run by you. Um, but I, I suspect it will be Scott Foster, and I suspect that the Celtics will get a major benefit of the calls, and they want a Game 7, and – uh, the trends are going to be their friends again in this game. And I, I'm not going to be shocked if I tell you Thursday I'm back on the Celtics' money line or, or minus the four points because I think the league wants a game seven. I think the Celtics can still correct some things that happened last night. And if we think Robert Williams, uh, who played playing through something, is going to look like he did last night, they can win game six on their home court on Thursday night. They I, can yeah, win that game. I, I, don't, I don't think the Celtics are dead in the water. I don't. I don't as, as negative I don't as I sound about the Celtics, I'm just really frustrated about last night's game. I, I still think that they can at least win Game 6 and give themselves a chance in Game 7. Now, I don't think it's necessarily super likely that they win this series, but I, I do still think that there's a ch- a shot at winning this series. They have been so good on the road. They showed that they can win back-to-back games in Milwaukee where they won Game 6 and then Game 7. Like I, There is that opportunity for the Celtics, but man, they need to play a lot different than they played last night if they want any shot of that. So the early look-ahead stuff for the game itself, um, the series prices, uh, it's, it's Golden State minus 360 right now uh, it, to actually win the series outright. The Celtics are plus, what do you have, plus 310? Is that what you're seeing there? Uh, I am seeing Celtics, Celtics plus 290. Yeah, I'm seeing a 310. Okay, so it's, it's between 290 and then I, okay, uh, three, no, uh, 290, 290. I'm seeing 320 on FanDuel, 290 on uh, DraftKings. Uh, Steph is minus 320 to win the MVP. Uh, Tatum is plus 350. So, I mean, again, if you were betting the series now, the Celtics, uh, I'd be certainly betting Jason Tatum's MVP versus the uh, plus 350 versus the 290. I don't, yep. Is there anyone else, anyone else that can win the MVP for the Celtics? Not, not a soul. It's just Jason Tatum. That's it. Uh, Jalen Brown has dropped all the way to 15 to 1. Uh, Marcus Smart is much higher than that at this point. Uh, so if you're betting the Celtics and they can make a big comeback, I'd be betting Jason Tatum at plus uh, 350 to win the MVP and not the 290. The two game ideas uh, for Thursday, early look-ahead ideas. Well, I'll run these by you. 
It's not posted yet as far as I can tell, but free throw attempts for the Celtics. I suspect they're going to get some calls in game six. I suspect they're going to go free throw line quite a bit. I don't know what they're going to post the line at. I've not compared it to the first five games. We'll have two days to do that. But my only thought would be Celtics get a million calls, Scott Foster in the house, and I would be liking the Celtics free throw attempts over Shime. Yes, uh, I would, I would on agree with you. Yeah, I mean, if it's anywhere uh, right around 30 or less, yeah, you, you bet your bottom dollar you're going over there. And the other one, so I was going back and looking at uh, when the, the Warriors got up 3 nothing on Dallas. And they they played game four in Dallas before you know, getting set to go back to game five. They were down at one point after the third quarter, 99-70. to 70. Now, they did the typical thing where the NBA team comes back and makes a run there uh, in the fourth quarter in Dallas, and they lost by 10. It was 109-99 to 99 or 119-109. to 109. They lost by 10. But there's part of me, there's part of me, Shime, that's going to want to explore some alternate lines in the Celtics' favor with the idea the Warriors know they have game seven in their back pocket and they can go back home and win that game. And the Celtics do come out with an energy, and at some point the Warriors just go, well, we have game seven in our back pocket. So is there any scenario where the Celtics, you know, I don't want to say blow doors, but you'd be interested in them like, like you know, uh, minus 9, minus 10, minus 11, like a solid double-digit win with the idea Golden State in the back of their mind knows they go back home for Game 7 on Sunday. Yeah, I definitely think that that's an option. And so here's the thing, too, is I believe the number, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I yep. believe every team that has won a game in the NBA Finals has also covered the spread. Like yeah, they are like the, 66 0 oh, 1 or something. When the, when the spread is under six. So it's it's un, only under six. So did, did the last 77 teams that have been favored by fewer than six points in the NBA Finals have also covered. The number is now 66 0 oh, 1. That's yeah. the number. So, I mean, immediately right there, if I'm betting the Celtics, I'm betting them at least laying five and a half. Like at the very least. And then I look at it again and I agree with you. I think a double digit win is very. Very plausible. Like it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. The majority of these games have all been double digit wins. Warriors by ten. Warriors by ten. Celtics by sixteen. Warriors by nineteen. Celtics by twelve. Like none of these games have been single digit losses. I, I don't expect it to just all of a sudden start now in a game six. A game seven might be a little different, but in a game six, I don't expect that to happen. So I, if you want to lay Boston uh, laying nine and a half, by the way, plus two ten, which I'm I actually like. Right now, I yeah. think that's pretty good. You're getting two to one odds on them to win the game by at least ten points. And yeah. again, I, I I'm in an all t- as far as the Celtics go, as their t- their playoff run. I I probably speak for most Celtic fans. This is an all time low this morning as far as confidence goes because the way they 100%. played that game last night, they might just be a really really immature team that is led by two twenty somethings that needs you know one more year of seasoning or needs a point guard that does not consistently turn the ball over, flops on a three-point attempt. That, that flop on the Clay Thompson three-point Brutal. attempt was an embarrassment Brutal. by Marcus Smart. Uh, taking dumb technicals, getting in fights. like They they might just need a more mature, mature point guard, another year of seasoning. This, as Parcell said, you, know, you are what your record says you are. They might just be this sort of team. So my confidence, admittedly, Tuesday morning, all-time low. I also would not be shocked if they blow doors and Golden State, not that they, they, they pack it and wave the white flag, but the Celtics are able to win by 10 in this game because they come out with their backs against the wall mentality. As Derek White said, not it wouldn't be easy if it was us. Uh, and they end up winning this game convincingly. And then, like you said, whatever for game seven. I'm just talking about specifically for game six, the blowout potential, especially if Robert Williams is healthy as he looked last night. That's my early two thoughts. Free throw attempts and potentially 
plus 210 at minus 9.5 for a 10-point Celtics win. That's the early lean right now. Uh, yeah, I, I'm into Not it. Not a lock really or a love, like but a lean. That's yep. my lean. I, I'm with you. I, I really like the idea of that. I will be heavily invested in props all across the land um, and, and primarily in favor of the Celtics, I think. Because I, I, I think I think the NBA wants us to go seven. You're going to get the How? Scott Foster special. That's what it's going to be. How high would they have to put the Andrew Wiggins points, rebounds, assists prop for you, not just to automatically? They already bet it. they already have it out, Mutt, and I'm already so I already know I'm betting Andrew Wiggins over seven and a half rebounds. Like that is that is an absolute stone cold lock for me. It's wow. not, I'm not even hesitating. What's He's, the what's the the PRA number? What's uh, the total? The, so the PRA and a half? number is uh, twenty eight and a half. <laughs> if you just go points, points and rebounds is only twenty six and a half. <laughs> they bumped it from twenty. To 22, to 24, to 28. They yep. are moving that market on Andrew Wiggins. That's, boy, that, that's kind of tempting to even hit the at that. They might have overshot with the that. The two bets I already know I'm placing are they might overshot Wiggins that. over 7.5 rebounds, Wiggins to have a double-double at 2-1. to one. Oh, they might have overshot that total. I'll have to think about that. Uh, I'll also, if I'm, if I'm going to go all in on Tatum, I'll, uh, what, what, uh, you have his point total up there in front yeah, of you, Yeah, 27.5. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, I'd be leaning over on Tatum. Um, I would also be leaning over on Tatum threes at three and a half as well. And the turnover stats. All three of the Tatum. It was all three of those Tatum's, guys last for night. For turnovers, Tatum is three, three and a half. Them. Smart is two and a half. Jalen is two and a half. Yeah, I wish Derek White showed me something last night. He was awful he in is, that spot. He, was, I, I, he has I, not I, been good for multiple games now. I'd be advocating him playing more than Marcus Smart. There were a couple games where he was playing more than Marcus Smart. Beginning of the series, I thought, okay, maybe, maybe they're making a move on Marcus Smart. But they went back to him last night. He was, he was bad. I think I saw where in these in these playoffs when they're in <laughs> the final four minutes of the a fourth quarter, I believe Marcus Smart is zero for thirteen shooting. <laughs> yeah, it just. <sighs> Yeah, it's frustrating. So, uh, free throw attempts, alternate line for the Celtics after what happened at Golden State in Game 4 against Dallas. You mentioned some good Andrew Wiggins stuff and Jason Tatum potentially points and, and three-pointers. Uh, what else here, Shime? Anything else to offer after a brutal Celtics loss last night? Brutal, no, brutal, I'm brutal. done. Can we move on? I guess we can. The Red Sox are The Red Sox are playing well. Woo! They had a day off yesterday, but they're back, baby. So they're eight back at home. Two. Eight and two on the West Coast swing. They are thirty-two and twenty-nine overall. Uh, they are facing a pitcher tonight that just made his major league debut last week at the age of twenty-eight. Uh, <laughs> he did not pitch. Did not pitch well in that game, but he's a cool story. He was an undrafted, uh, not an undrafted guy, but he's a minor league signing for the A's, and he pitched really was the pitcher of the year in the Double A level two years ago. He's a really good at Triple A. Gets called up, did not pitch well. Uh, it's Jared Koenig is his name, and he has a funky left-handed delivery. So I don't know if that's going to be, you know, I don't know if the Red Sox, they, they've had a weird history, Shine, where they see a pitcher for the first time and actually struggle against him yep. because they don't have a history on him. But uh, I think right-handers against uh, Koenig have a much better shot because of this funky delivery. They posted Xander Bogart's total base number at plus number for one, uh, one and a half total bases. I'm going to be on uh, Xander Bogart's over one and a half total bases. Getting back to Fenway Park, he's been red hot there at Fenway. Rafael Devers, like, I, I I don't think I'm going to jump back in. I bet a small amount of money, pizza money, on Devers to win the MVP oh. at about 30-1 to 1 before the year based on Will Fleming's uh, uh, push. He's down to 15-1. to 1. The issue, Shime, is that Aaron Judge has been so good. He's been awesome. He would have to sort of fall down to not win the MVP. He's on pace for like 66 yeah. home runs. So 
I don't mind if if you missed thirty to one. I don't mind jumping in at 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 fifteen to one in the MVP market only because he's second in the American League to judge in WAR. He's third in baseball in WAR behind Judge and Machado. He's a legitimate MVP candidate. If they make some big run, I mean Devers' numbers are ridiculous right now between batting average, on base, uh, slugging, OPS, RBIs, like across the board, his numbers are sick. So you may have missed the best number. And maybe you're betting into a, a, t- a, 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 a tough hand because a judge is, what, plus 105 doing the MVP right now, which is wild on June 14th. But I don't think 15 to one's the craziest number. I actually think he's the second most likely guy to win it ahead of Jose Ramirez, who's got a, a big number up there in the American League MVP. Some other guys that are playing well. But Devers is locked in, and I think he's, he's coming off a monster run. He gets back to Fenway Park to face some bad pitching. If you miss 30 to one, I don't hate a couple bucks at 15 to one. And you know, not that you hope Aaron Judge gets hurt, but an injury could slow him down, and maybe Devers stays healthy and he's able to to push by him here. It's not likely, but I think it's fair odds even at fifteen to one at this point. Yeah, I mean, and fifteen to one is just like a fun pizza money bet. Let's send yeah. it, see what happens. Uh, speaking of, I, I am also going to sprinkle a little on JD Martinez to hit a home run tonight. Guy just mashes left-handed pitching. So when I see JD versus a left-hander, I like to take a shot. Was it plus three twenty-five? I see that earlier. Uh, yeah, three to one. Yep. There you go. Okay. Um, so we'll have a lot of Red Sox this week. They're home against a bad Oakland team. Then they get St. Louis uh, over the weekend. We have the NHL Stanley Cup Finals tomorrow. Shime, if you missed what Shime had to say, we'll recap. We'll give you a fine-tune tomorrow. Was there any goalie update on Colorado? Any insight into who might start game one, Shime, uh, between yesterday and not, today? Not that I am aware of. I believe okay. it is still going to be uh, Pavel Francis. 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 Uh, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, what else are we missing here, Sean? Oh, also tomorrow. We'll have an NHL Stanley Cup final preview. Yes. We'll have updated Celtics stuff and U.S. Open preview with Ryan Hannibal. Can't confirmed? wait. Yes, confirmed, confirmed and on video. Confirmed on video. Confirmed oh, on video. Hannibal said, yeah, that's cool. I said, I'm not, show- awesome. I'm not showering. I don't care. It's in the morning. I'm still not showering that's for fine. this. Whatever. We'll do it on video, but we will, we will not be... Uh, we will not be showering. All right, well, you'll figure out the time with him then because you'll be doing that from the different location for the video, correct? Yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, yeah, just annoying. I mean, I, I, when the Celtics lose and I win a bunch of money, it's okay. When the Celtics lose and I don't win a bunch of money, it's more annoying. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, right. that's just, just no, print I get t-shirts. It. I'm print with the you. T-shirts. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, folks. Odyssey, iTunes, and Spotify. Leave a nice review for us. We'll have a full U.S. Open breakdown with Hannibal tomorrow. And our first... For, are you gonna like do you edit the video and like post it? How's that? Can you? Are you a video editor? Are you that good? Oh my! Am I that good? Of course I am. I am always that good. My 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 ultimate plan is is we'll uh, we'll probably stream it to some location. I haven't exactly decided where or which spot yet, but we'll tweet it out. And on top of that, I will my my ultimate goal is to just send out some clips, Hannibal's best bet, and sprinkle some in throughout the week. If if a certain player Hannibal mentions is doing well, you're gonna see that Hannibal clip come up and uh, pop up on your social meds. So uh, just be ready for that. All right, Sean, good stuff, buddy. Uh, we will uh, talk tomorrow with a full U.S. Open breakdown. Thank you. Uh, I can't wait, mate. I'll see you then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.